0: Welcome to the North Shore 9 Podcast, episode number 129. I am Ryan Alexander. Along with me, as always, is Anthony Donardo. Donardo, what up?
1: Uh, Not a lot. I don't know.
0: It's not much for me to say, I guess, today. What's up? I heard your fantasy football fantasy football team Shut lost. Shut up. If I could talk. Shut up. <laughs> how'd yes, you, it did. How'd you do in the around the 412 trash league? I lost there, too. Oh, great. I'm 0 for 2. I'm I'm losing in there as well. So, excellent.
1: This was not a good week for me. Mm -mm. First off, in your league, I got blown away. I'm actually (laughs) having a good good week, a 107, which, let me look. As a matter of fact, right now, that is second in points, and I'm losing by, like, 50 points.
0: Yeah, you just ran into... The the Boston Red Sox or the
1: RFFL, that's all. The story of my life. I'm down 107 to 161. Again, 107 is, the, I had the second most points. Yeah. I actually, um. And then I, it's almost the same story for around the 412.
0: The, the whole, this whole year for fantasy football wise, it hasn't been my greatest. My team stinks in my league. Stinks. Same. <laughs>
1: Same. I went up against Ben Roethlisberger and the around the four one two league. So that's all I have to say about that. Yikes. Yikes. Fantasy football sucks.
0: Yeah. So let's stop talking about it. Uh, <laughs> so, so addictive though. I just want to play. <laughs> well, you could you know what, Donardo? You could play a daily fantasy sport where you have a new team every week. Injuries don't nobody injuries don't kill your team there.
1: Listen, no, nobody sponsors <laughs> us with that. Get that crap out of here. I know, right? <laughs> they better be paying us if we're gonna talk about some
0: fantasy daily <laughs> sports. That's right. We're not gonna we're not gonna mention any by name. We're just gonna No. <laughs> Get out of here. Make some maybe maybe you can make oh, some statements. Yes! I don't know. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> um But anyway, so <laughs> I don't know, like, so we're like, as far as baseball-wise, like, we're in the off-season, but we're not, like, we haven't, like, free agency hasn't started, technically. Has it? I guess, technically? I mean, technically it has, yeah, absolutely.
1: By definition of technically, free agency has begun.
2: See,
0: this is MLB, it's all screwy now, because last year we, we saw teams wait and wait and wait to like sign everybody until like February and March, and even beyond that. Um, and now it's like, yeah, nobody signs early unless you're Jung Ho Gong. Jung Ho Gong <laughs> sign early, <laughs> but that's about it.
1: I don't know. I mean, do you expect people to sign early? I mean, I guess it's. I, I guess mean, that's not. the one thing that's different about baseball. I mean, like they, they, when don't you feel NFL like five... free agency starts? You,
0: you see signings
1: like all that night.
0: Right, but don't you like five years ago? We saw a bunch of early signings, right? Like, I'm not making this up, I don't think.
1: Um, well, I think that's by definition. What do you mean early? Like, the GM meetings just...
0: Like, the first week of, just like, happened. hey, everybody's a free agent. And, like, I don't know. There were uh, signings that week, I feel like. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. i have to do some research.
0: That sounds like work. Yeah, well, forget that. But anyway... You know, like
1: In recent memory, I don't know if I can really remember. I'm not a lot. I mean, maybe one or two, Yes. <laughs> but I guess that's technically like Jung ho Gong. I mean that's one. Has anyone else signed? No. I don't I mean there like, was a trade by DePoto. Shocking. Yeah,
0: right. Well, like, you know, we talked about the Eduardo Escobar, but that was kind of like a re-signing before free that, agency. Yeah, that started. wasn't like a free
1: agency. That right. happened during the World Series, didn't right.
0: it? Yeah, I think it did. So that was still like it's their own player. Right. Um but yeah, gung, I mean, I don't there might have been some like I guess small deals like gung, but I don't really I don't know if there was anybody Ryan
1: Lavardways with the Yankees. There you go. Maybe yeah, that wasn't a
0: trade, they, they just like picked them up, didn't they? Well, you mean a signing. Was it off I thought uh, cuz I thought it was waivers. I don't know. Oh, we, was it? We well, either him. way you know the
1: Yankees got the Yankees got our leftovers.
0: Huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, like so we we mentioned last week about gung. The Pirates declined the option. Oh Jesus. I'm just I'm searching down through MLB trade rumors. Astros interested in James Paxton. Like, really? Yeah. Really?
1: Well, McCullers out for the year.
0: Yeah. Whatever. So
1: it makes sense. But, yeah, I mean, think about that rotation. I don't want McCullers to. McCullers was nice, but he's not James Paxton. <laughs> so now you have Verlander in his last year. You have basic Garrett Cole in his last year.
0: Yeah. So go get Paxton. Bring and, on Paxton. Profit. Keichel's out there as a free agent Boy, now. It must be nice to um that's true about Keichel. It must be nice to have like have a, a juggernaut you know, out there as a free agent a juggernaut 25 man roster and then still have the prospects to go out and get a guy like James Paxton. Right. Anyway. So it must be. So Gung, so the Pirates declined the option, which we we talked about the past couple weeks that actually what they would do. And we, you know, all kind of wondering, is there, you know, another deal that they worked out uh, that'll be like a million or two million or whatever um, that comes out. So he does resign the pirates, resign him. I guess you could say the pirates made the first signing of. The 2019-18-18 offseason, Donardo. Yeah, unless we're wrong, because we didn't research that. So <laughs> there point. you have it. <laughs> well, there was no other big signing, The so Pirates screw did it, it. it was, unless they didn't do it. It was the first one. Their first free agent signing in the offseason in two years. So
1: Now, that is a fact.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, so Gung resigns signs at $3 Donardo. Now... Uh, so they, they had to buy out his, his option, uh, the 5.5 option that they did. So they, the buyout was 250 k So as far as I know, th- this wasn't like this, this. I mean, this essentially takes over for the option, but they still had to buy out the option. So Gung gets that 250 k So it's essentially like a $3.25 million uh, dollar deal. That's the way I'm looking at it. That's,
1: and, yeah, that's the way I look at it. And it then wasn't like they ripped up the previous contract or anything. It right. happened because
0: this was technically like he was technically a free agent. Like yeah. once they declined that option, he was you know free to talk to whoever, whatever. So a little bit of risk there, which I want to get into. But so they they declined the option. Now they I'm sure we're talking this with them beforehand too. Which you know I don't know I don't know I don't know if they had it like verbalized like Hey, we're going to agree to this." But they couldn't announce it until a certain, you know, date in the in the once free agency started or whatever. I don't know if that's that's might have been the case. Who knows? Um, but just like at this point in, in this this uh, one year deal that they signed him to, they have incentives that he has incentives he can hit for to make an additional two point five million. So essentially, let's say he hits every incentive and he has that buyout, he actually makes like 250000 more than Arna than he would have on that option, if he hits every incentive, which I really hope he does.
1: I mean, yeah, if he does, that probably means he's playing really well. So mm-hmm. absolutely. You know, like you said, so the $250,000 was what he got, you know, declined the option, so he's already gotten that money from the Pirates, and he's getting $3 million, so that's three point two five, And yeah, so, I mean, he could make out $5.75 million this year if he hits everything. Which, like you said, is more than the 5.5. So, I mean, there is incentive for him to do it this way. It's, it takes risk out for the Pirates. Um, everyone knows where we stand on this. You know, we, we wanted to just make it easy and just pick it up. Yeah. So, just,
0: they should have just thought picked it
1: up. Yeah. I mean, my thoughts with you obviously, this probably was in the works. Um, I, I don't know. There must have been enough safe ground that the Pirates knew that, like, we had this deal done. I would you know hope. there was no risk if he went into free agency that anyone's going to pick him up we knew he wanted to come back you know nothing was official so you had that risk um but the fact that the like the, the contract works out to basically being what his contract was instead of fully guaranteeing the 5.5 he can make the 5.5 and there's you know three million base because would you really risk that for two and a half million well not even two and a half 2.25 million dollars i don't think so you know, do you risk a guy going if you really want him back on a 3-year three, 3 million deal, dollar deal?
0: I mean, th- yeah, that's what I mean. Like if you think he's going to be anything near the player he was 2 years ago, just pick it up. Right. <laughs> and that's like like st- stay with me on this one, Donardo. Doesn't that come off a little cheap? Cheap. <laughs> I mean, yes it does. It like, does. I mean, essentially, let's say he doesn't hit any incentives, so they save what a, a 1.75 million I mean, no, wait, well. 2.25. 2.25. It's just right. like, at that point, but it's But still, like,
1: like 2.25 is what they're saving.
0: Yeah. And I mean, you're not. So. Uh, I mean, what, what is that? You're <laughs> like not. Yeah, like, what are you picking up? It's off?
1: not really even like the going rate of, like, a middle reliever these days.
0: No, you you wouldn't. What would you get for 2.25? I mean, what was Freeze's deal I when we know. originally signed him? Wasn't it two and a half, three, million? 3. Yeah, so. Like, One year, three million dollar deal. Matt in, Joyce in was, March. Matt Joyce, I think, was three million or two point five or something like that. Like he that came year. with a minor league deal. Was he minor league deal?
1: I'm almost completely positive he was a minor yeah, league. Yeah, you deal. might
0: be right on that. But that's what I mean. Like you're not really going out and picking up anybody. Not even probably a bench player for two point five million or whatever. No, so no. it's like, I don't know, maybe you know, more, more skips or something. I don't know.
1: I mean, you know, it's, it's what we're getting to. This, this had to have been on the table. Like, they must have known. But again, what makes it weird is if it was known, like, why wasn't it done? Almost like the Eduardo Escobar situation, where it was just done, like, right then and there. The fact that he went into free agency and had to do it, you know, it's just, it's, it's kind of eerie. I, I'm interested, I, I would love to know behind the scenes, like, how this really went down. I know we'll never know, probably, but I would just really love to know. So we, I
0: just, I'm baffled. by it. I, I just thought of a, a great game we could have played. Uh, I don't know why I didn't think about this before the show. Uh, in possible incentives that you would sign Jung Ho Gung up for, <laughs> 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 so you know things like uh, DUIs per month. It, you know, if this- you don't have any DUIs in June, you get an extra ten thousand if you don't right. have any and July, i was gonna say and for
1: one of the one of the incentives it strictly goes right to an uber card <laughs> it doesn't even go to his bank account yeah. it's right to the uber card. it, it
0: goes to like a like a, a venmo or paypal account and it just he can only use it he for did. uber or or a rideshare <laughs> device
1: right there you go i was gonna say days uh days without a dui every day that you don't have a dui it's a 50 dollars. i like it and it goes right to your uber card
0: um, you know, you don't have any charges brought up, uh, brought upon you by any, there you any females in Chicago. You get $100,000. $100, you get something. <laughs> You're chargeless. I like this. I like this. See, this could be good. And then, you know, hit 50 home runs. I like it. <laughs> so there you go. And that would have cost some more research for us to actually look and set us up. I don't even know if it's public information yet.
1: Um, the only ones I've seen is just, like, the app bats
0: Yeah, and that's I usually,
1: like— incentive for like each hundred at bats or so. Yeah,
0: 150 then
1: 250. That doesn't equal like, that doesn't equal two and a half million. So, unless they they plan on him hitting like, you know, 1,500 at bats this year.
0: There's probably those, uh, there's probably those ones in there. Like, yeah, the at bats, like, you know, if you get 300, 400, 500, it goes up. And then there's probably like some crazy ones like, you know, NL MVP, (laughs) you get like 500K. Mm. By the way, a couple weeks ago, we were talking about that incentive from the player that it was a former pirate and he signed elsewhere, and it the incentive was for World yes. Series MVP. It was Matt right. Joyce. It was Matt Joyce in Oakland when he when he signed. Son of a bitch! <laughs> it was <laughs> yes, that's right. It like hit me afterwards. And I looked it up. Yeah, so it was signing with the A's, and I, I forget what that deal was that he even signed. But the one incentive was for him, a World Series MVP, which is like, <laughs> it was just like laughable because it's like, number one, like the A's really weren't a contender ever. <laughs> like, you know, they were good this year, but this was
1: not that year. This
0: was, yeah, this was a couple years before that. So they weren't really a contender. And then it's like, even if you made the World Series, what what in the hell do you think? Like Matt Choice is your World Series MVP? Like, and who brings that up first? Is that the team brings that up in the negotiations? Or does the agent or player bring that up first? Like, I it, mean, it could you just imagine up.
1: your agent? I mean, he's sitting there at the at the table, right, with the A's. And he's like, all right, let's work out this contract. I, I like everything. But you know what? <laughs> I need some more. My, my client is not going to sign. I need some more incentives. How about this? If my client wins the World Series MVP, you got to give him $250,000. <laughs> and that's, that was it. That was it. That was the negotiation right there. But like, that was the deal breaker. How does the
0: team not laugh?
1: Like, I'm saying, like, if you're the A's, uh, okay, sure, <laughs> sure. You know what? If he's the Cy Young Award winner too, we'll give him three million dollars. How's that sound? I mean, will that get it done?
0: <laughs> Billy Bean's probably thinking, oh, I haven't seen the World <laughs> Series yet. Uh, sure, why not? <laughs> right. Though, and then if you think about it, if the A's were were to go to the World Series that year, shit, Matt Joyce having like an unbelievable MVP type season might have made sense.
1: Yeah, and that's the other thing. I mean, first off, the A's get in there, like you said, and then Matt Joyce is the one that's – although we're laughing, Ryan. Who was the freaking MVP this year? Steve Pierce. Oh, God. So I mean, I guess it could happen. Good point. It's just, you know, you wouldn't expect it to be with the A's.
0: Steve Pierce, the Pirates got rid of him. They should have known he was going to be an MVP in in seven years, even though he was a bench player all year.
1: (laughs) Right. So (laughs) And and barely a bench player the other six years. Anyway. Anyway. Back
0: to Gung. (laughs) So – gunk's back uh i guess depending on how we feel on how he should have been signed or the option should have been picked up or not picked up i'm actually kind of surprised once they declined the option and i heard that there was a deal done like that they did re-sign him um i was a little surprised that it was three million like i I think I tweeted out. I thought it was going to be somewhere between like one and two, two and a half million. And then to find out it's three and then the incentives that can get the 5.5, it's like, okay, it's like, just, why don't you just pick it up? <laughs> <It's> like,
1: <laughs> I think that's where I'm at with you too. I, I guess, I mean, it's, it's not like you you know, this is the biggest news in the world per se, but it is surprising that like it was $3 million. It's the just only the news. Fact that we said before, like you're doing this just to save $2.25 million. Like you would imagine it would be a $1 million deal or a minor league deal with all incentives, you know, but it was three, you know, it was closer to the 5.5 than it was nothing at all. So like you said, why not just big it up? Yeah. I don't know. It, Again, that's cheap. why I just go back. Like there had to be something in place. Cheap. It's just, why did it wait <laughs> to do it? Yeah. I don't know. So, it, but let's, let's talk about him like production wise. Yeah. I mean, Jung Ho is back. What are you expecting from him this year?
0: Well, I think I mean look, they signed him for three million. I mean, he's making more money than Colin Moran is at this point. Now Moran's, you know, controllable. He's younger, obviously. But I think they're gonna give Gung a pretty good shot to get at bats. I mean, you know But then they'll have to pay him. Well, they're already paying him three million, $3. <laughs> 3.25. So I, I think you're gonna he's gonna get a shot. It, it might be slow at first, you know, kind of throw him and you know kind of like the first year we had him you know when we signed him and what the heck year was that 2015 15 you mm. know it was real slow going like he wasn't the opening day starter he wasn't getting you know you know typical kind of hurdle style like wasn't getting the starts consistently through april and may and then as he they, was
1: basically just a bench bat.
0: yeah and then as you started seeing like him play a little more and the, and the power come on then it was like you started seeing more starts come. You started, so I think we're gonna kind of start out like the same kind of uh, trend that way. Like here, you'll you'll get a you'll get a couple at bats like pinch hits. You'll get a couple starts throughout a week, but until they I think continuously see maybe that power. I mean, obviously the power is gonna be key. Um, until they see that, I don't think you're gonna see him like you know playing over Moran every day, like five times out of a week. You know, um, and that's just the way I, I figure it. Now if he starts. Let's say he comes in in April and he gets, you know, 20, 30, 40 at-bats and he, like, is lighting it up. Then you might start seeing him start playing exclusively over Moran because they've basically said – now, I know they said that he's not, like, starting at short. They basically said he's not playing shortstop at all, right?
1: No, he is not at all. Okay. That ship has sailed. So,
0: like, do you try him at second? Like, Let's say Moran starts the season and he's killing the ball. Like, in Gung's doing well, too. Like, where else can Gung play? Is he playing the outfield? That's that's essentially that's the problem you're going to have. I mean, it's not a problem, but it is. Like, let's say Moran and Gung are both hitting. Like, you can't really play Gung anywhere else at this point if you're not playing him at shortstop.
1: I don't know. You know, I think that's just a problem that we'll have to wait to see if we can have that problem, you know? And things will just sort itself out. I mean, can he play second? I, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You know. Right. I hope. Like, I hope. I would rather. You know. Well, I think it's that goes down to like if we sign him. Like, what if we get Brian Dozier? Just saying. Yeah. Like, what if we get a second baseman? I
2: the
1: thing is though, that's a good problem to have. Like, if your problem is you have a guy that's playing well and you can't find a way to get him in the lineup, that's a good problem to have. You know. So I'm not too worried about that. Let's let's take let's let's hope we get there. You know what I mean? But I'm with you on the fact that I think that's exactly what they're gonna do as well. I don't think this team is committed at all in Colin Moran. They they're looking at him as like a stopgap till Hayes comes. Which really could be a year from now. Right. And this this really could be that make or break year and also why Gung is so important this year that they're gonna give Moran, in my mind, the opportunity to start the year off. And have Gung, maybe the platoon, like maybe the left left handed pitching, Gung's in there, right? But they give Moran the greater at bats with that platoon. Go show me what you got. And if you don't, and and Gung's taken off, this is Gung's third base now, which is what happened in 2015, like you said. You know, like that's how I'm seeing this. They're going to give Gung the opportunities, they're going to give him, you know, some plate appearances and such, but they know the game changer he can be. Now, it's been two years since he's played so I mean, no one's no one watch well, not say no one we live in pittsburgh but nobody <laughs> reasonable is just saying gung's coming back and putting up 30 home runs and, and being that you know force that we know he could be the thing is that he has that potential you don't know what moran has and what he's shown so far is meh <laughs> you know that that's what he's shown so far so they'll give him the opportunity because if he can be then you know that you look in the future i mean then you have another problem with Moran and, 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 uh, and Hey, so one becomes a trade chip or such, but like for this year you want gung. I, I do, I do, I want gung because I know he has the, the higher ceiling to just take off and I'm cool with it, but they're going to give Moran the opportunities at first
0: yeah and they you you mentioned about left-handers uh yeah Moran's definitely not getting a start against a left-hander no. as long as Gung is is that available and and healthy and everything like we've already seen that you know pretty much through through this past year so yeah I don't think Moran's gonna see too many starts against lefties. so you pretty much have definitely like a platoon over there and then uh, maybe you play like the, you know I, I Gung's still gonna get his at-bats against right-handers I think and so maybe just you kind of yeah, play fun ways play them both i wouldn't be surprised a hot hand he or
1: moran i would most likely assume moran plays maybe a little bit of first to spell you know bell at those times so you might have yeah. a, a lineup with moran and gung in there
0: and is doesn't moran like the beard his stature his speed doesn't he just look sound like a first baseman <laughs> Adam right, <LaRoche>. right. <laughs> He even kind of looks like Adam LaRoche like, right? In the face. Yeah, I'm so, with you. Like he's, you know, you expect a
1: third baseman to be a bit athletic, and when you look <laughs> at Colin Moran, you don't think about athleticism. No,
0: like he just he just looks the part for a first baseman. So right. I don't know if he can play it, but uh, we might be finding out. I'm sure he could. I- I'm sure he can.
1: Because I don't know when he's played first. I just don't know when and how often
0: now. Because it's because that of, research. It's kind of yeah. It's kind of bizarre that like we're going we're going to go into 2019 season with like two exclusively almost third basements on the on the roster like it's it's well, weird you know you don't n- normally see that from a team now like you said, Moran can play some other positions he ha- or he, he has before and we'll see if he you know they put him at first or whatever.
1: Yeah no, it really wasn't much in 2017 he did play a lot of it though so he played it in 2016. Uh, 12 innings 2017 for triple a 131 innings and then the astros major leagues played 10 innings so i mean he has some first base experience in 2017 so somewhat recent i mean i think he can play it too i mean you know i feel like i mean it's first base you know right. but then you look at guys like pedro alvarez and josh Bell, <laughs> like oh yeah Pe- you know it's more than just first base
0: pedro could play first just put him over there <laughs> it's like right. What's the um uh, but the, with the that line being said Gung
1: has never played first, you know, so I assume it's going to be Moran. The
0: the line from Moneyball. Eh, it's easy to play. First base is easy. It's oh, like right. it's incredibly hard to play first base. <laughs> um so yeah, so <laughs> we'll see. But I don't know. Like I feel like with Polanco down, like I feel like Gung in the outfield could happen. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> So, you know, Colin
1: Dunlap said that. Oh, Jesus. Never mind. I, I retract what I said. Well, no, no. <laughs> but here's the thing. So, I mean, of course, a lot of people got on him. And I, I, I'll i say this, too. Obviously, if you are with a fan and you have fan haters, like, no no matter what you say, people are going to hate it. Um, He said that. And at first, I'm like, I, I don't know. And the fact, like, the reason I was thinking that is they don't want to play him at short. And they want to play him at short because of his knee and such. So, it's like you know but then in the outfield I and mean, you have strain out there but i guess right field isn't as strenuous i mean i i could i could maybe see that maybe they do tinker with that because that could be your answer as you're saying with moran right so what if gung you know spring training he's looking good they're tinkering with him excuse me in right field and it's like now you have an outfield of you know Marte Dickerson and and Gung and you have Moran and Bell on there and whoever your middle infield is like maybe that is something they tinker with I'm not totally opposed to it
0: Uh, I was trying to look here's some more research we are we're not doing Uh, I was trying to look back to see if Gung had played any other positions in uh, Korea but uh, baseball reference doesn't let you look that up it just has his stats so
1: and I'm pretty sure like he was just a shortstop.
0: Yeah, because I'm looking you know, through the minors, it was third base and shortstop and one game at D H for Bradington. <laughs> and that was it. So yeah. But it doesn't have the KBO um fielding down, but like you said, probably shortstop, third base. Um But yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, when you think like Lakely Platoons, Kind of think first base, or you don't really think third base. So, like, like somebody's gonna have to play somewhere else. Like at least spar, you know, sparingly. Obviously, not like starting, yeah. but yeah. I mean, someone's gonna have to just two third basemen is just is kind of weird. So, well, hopefully we
1: make it one third baseman and one of them really takes off.
0: That's right, fifty home runs and for Gung. That's Gong. it.
1: And what if one becomes a trade chip? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, if they're sold on Hayes, especially Hayes. Yeah, you're right. You know, what if what if Gung's having a fantastic season and it's you know Colin Moran that turns in that trade chip at the deadline. It's not a, a bad issue to have. Even I mean he's still young. You can still get something from you know, even with the production he's giving, he's still an he's still an everyday player for a team out there.
0: Are you surprised not to cut you off there? No, you're good. Are you surprised with this deal, the one year three million, that it wasn't like they didn't go for like a two year deal or make it a one year Maybe even cheaper. Make it a one year with an option, like a team option. Kind of.
1: But maybe that was on like Gung side of the negotiations. Like no, like this is my like prove. You it. know, because if I have an option and you pick it up, it's probably because I did well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And now I'm a year older, and then hitting free agency the next year. You know, I want to. If I do well, I want to get paid. So this, so yeah, I this is his
0: like prove it year, basically. Like I, I'm back. It,
1: Right. And maybe that was part of it. You know, it's like that's why they ripped it up. You know, sign me to a one year, I'll, I'll I'll do right, you know, by you guys, you stuck with me. I'll do right by you. I'll I'll sign this 3 million incentives and let me go. And if I hit and I do well, then I can get paid the next year. And if not, well then you know, it is what it is. But yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And that too, like like the window there is there. Like they still have Moran. Hayes is like the future. You know he could potentially slide in next year so it somewhat makes sense it's it's going to be this year of which one's going to play third base who can take off if at worst then it's platoon and you know we got gung on the better side of it
0: that's yeah that's for sure
1: well i should say not the better side but i mean we know column ran can't hit left yeah, so we got someone who potentially really could so right but it ends up being a platoon it could also be a pretty solid platoon
0: Yeah, absolutely. I I, I like it. I just, yeah, I thought that was, I I thought when they were going to rediscuss it, maybe a two year deal or something small, but uh, it makes sense for Gung. I mean, you're right. Um, Yeah.
1: If it takes getting him in here for one year, then no years, you know what I mean? Right. I'll take the one year and that chance. Then F it up by. You know, only having an option attached to it. Right. Anyways, we've talked too much about that. I know.
0: Gung, I feel like the past three years, I mean, Gung hasn't been here, you know, since since for two years. But it's like, we've talked so much Gung. And it's just like, in this offseason already, it's been Jung Ho Gung, Jung Ho Gung. And it's like, it's crazy for a player that's done, I wouldn't say so little, because he did have, you know, two pretty good years when he was here. But it's like... Right. He's but just, in, the,
1: in the times that we've talked about him, yeah, you know, we've been talking about him for two years, and he's done nothing in two years. He's had like six plate appearances in two years, and we've been talking about him for so much. <laughs>
0: I know it's, and like is. the
1: recent talks is because we just feel like it's over, and when you feel like it's over, he's back. Yep. So I don't know. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's been a roller coaster. He definitely has a game-changing uh, talent. Hopefully, so
0: hopefully it's still there.
1: Yeah, that's
0: all you can do is hope. All right, so let's let's shift here, Donardo, to. Well, you know, we we'll to be talking a lot of trade rumors and things that come up in the offseason. But apparently, um, you know, we heard the news that, you know, the Cubs are going to shop Chris Bryant, or, or at least they're willing to trade Chris Bryant, you know, for the right deal and man. all Don't that stuff. It, so we heard that report. Um, and now we're hearing, like, other teams come out, like, that are basically talking about blowing it up or they're going to sell and this and that. And the uh, Seattle, Manor, S- Seattle Mariners have come out and basically – they're talking about blowing it up, or maybe not blowing it up, but shoot, changing some things re-imagining up. Reimagining the roster. Reimagining, because, you know, DePoto, Jerry DePoto. Depoto just DePoto. loves to make trades all over the place.
1: Oh, my God. Is anyone shocked that <laughs> he was the first one to make a trade this season? Nope. I mean, I guess, you know, it's either him or Dombrowski, right? Yeah. <laughs> So, Depoto. He he won. Jerry Depoto. What got me too is right. This is a team that was on the up and up. They got Jerry Depoto. He made some moves I and mean, he improved the roster. Right. They didn't really make the playoffs though, and they extended him <laughs> this past uh, season. Right. And and now they're going into a uh, reimaginating roster. <laughs> That's not really the guy that you want to rebuild a club. That that fascinated me a bit. This is the guy you want when the the, the club's getting there, and you want to take him over to the top, right? Like just like Dombrowski for the Red Sox. You don't want these guys when they're rebuilding. They don't have that good of a track record. Mm-hmm. And here we are, right after the extension. <laughs> so this is going to be intriguing. I'm I'm interested.
0: Yeah, so I mean, look, Seattle's got a roster. Like, I mean, they have they have some pretty good players, Um, and I mean, James Paxton, uh, Diaz, the closer. Now, Gene Segura has been coming up. The Pirates need a shortstop. He's a pretty good Mm. one. Speak to me, Ryan. Now, there's been people. You know, we're gonna. There's so many like trade rumors and people come up with things, and but I've been seeing the Segura, Segura for Keller. Mitch Keller like rumor popping around like way too much. Wrong. Like, is it just me or I'm not that I'm not that high on Segura, I guess. He's controllable for a long time. That's
1: the one thing about it. He's 28, he's
0: controllable for four seasons. There's a couple
1: teams. That's a good length of time. And that's still like in that window. I mean, at thirty-two, then he's gone. Well, he does have an option as well. Yeah, there's a team option. Yeah, so it could be five, uh, but, you know, he's there for four up through age 32, which is a good range, you know? Like, that's that's a
0: solid time to get a player. He's also not that cheap, though, Donardo. His contract's 14.8, and then for the next four years, and then he's got that option for 17. But, like, right. I mean, look, McCutcheon was the highest-paid pirate, and what was he at? 15 was it fifteen or fourteen? I thought it was fourteen point. That was like fourteen point seven five, right? I mean, uh, come on, right? Just, just round up. Right, we'll round it up. But like, and so we 50, trade him inflation. A <laughs> but so I, I don't know. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. And say, I'm, I'm not sold on Seguro. But at that price, yeah, you got the control of the years. But I, I don't think I'm giving up my top pitching prospect for him. I, I don't know if I can. <sighs> I, don't if I, can pull, I don't know if I can pull the trigger on that. If that deal was even offered or thought of, or
1: I just don't know if I can make that deal for him. You know, like as much as I like him, I just don't know if that's the guy you give up Mitch Keller for, right? You know, and that's where it comes down. I mean, it fills a hole me. for sure. It does, but giggity. Um, <laughs> it, it, it def it definitely does. You know, for a long period of time, I just. It, I'm torn on it. You know, I don't know if I can I can go full Keller for that. No. I, I think we we're gonna need Keller down the line.
0: Now if you want to throw and in Segura I, I I don't know, man. Like Keller and a <laughs> Keller in another like in a package with more prospects for Paxton yeah. would make sense to me because it's like you're same thing with that Archer Glass now move. It's like, a pitcher. You're yeah. You're replacing the guy who's going to be your top prospect, hopefully you know top of the rotation right. guy, for a guy that's already right. that. So I could see that. Now I don't even know, you know what's. I guess like a yeah, I mean Paxton makes contract. more sense, although it's only two years of control. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I wasn't sure about. So. You know, but
1: so it's like if it's not Keller, then who is it? I mean, but he, is he's it, arbitration he eligible, Hayes?
0: so it's probably a little cheaper than, and it's two years. But yeah, so what yeah, do you yeah, do?
1: well he's expected to give out nine million this year, which means like next year probably will be about fifteen. Yeah, true. But you know, like, it is only two years. But like you said, at least it's pitcher for pitcher, so you can understand it. Um, it's so like I said, so if it's not Keller, who is it? Like Brian Hayes. Mm. You know, it could be. Is it um, Cole Tucker? I don't think he has the value. I don't think Cole Tucker gets a Gene Segura. But that would make sense. Like, you give up Tucker because you can have Gene Segura here. I don't know. Maybe it's a combination of Tucker and someone. You know, that's where it comes down yeah. to. Like, I would love to have Gene Segura on this team. I do value what he has. I just feel like Keller for him is a little too much. You know, especially because it's coming down, like you said, like, the contract isn't cheap. It's not expensive, but it's still $15 million. You know, if it was like gene segura like you know six seven eight million dollars a year for the next four years you have some value on that end too but you're still paying the guy yeah, yeah. a pretty solid portion yep. for his production so i just don't under, i don't really feel that keller gets it done you know what i mean like i don't know
0: now, I, I don't think i would do it they want to throw in edwin diaz diaz and oh, segura please. I'm pushing. I'm all in. Yeah. I'm all in. Could you imagine (laughs) Diaz and Vasquez and Kella and Crick?
1: I tried because I thought (laughs) about Diaz. I'm like, because here's the thing. So I've known this happen, right? Who do you want to get? And the big names are Paxton and Segura. And I feel like for the Pirates, yeah, those would be nice. You definitely would love to have Gene Segura. You would love to have Paxton, but I don't think it's a real need for Paxton per se. Um, And like you said, with the Segura one, I just, I find like it's going to be weird to do so what if it's diaz man
0: his numbers man. last year he struck out I know. 15 he's, he's our best he's our best pitcher 15.2 strikeouts per nine 15.2 and he gave up five hits per nine he was unbelievable it's, 57 it's saves. ridiculous here's here's the thing with diaz i mean you you've mentioned for the past almost probably year and a half what the pirates could pull in if they decided to trade vasquez
1: that's that's yeah that's the problem and i mean seattle
0: he, is you know diaz is uh, that, that's that's their vasquez is diaz and i mean they could get a haul for him he would probably do keller he, like that's it's he's 24 it's, it's
1: going to be keller it's crazy so do you give up keller for diaz like is that the value
0: it does make you think, though. Yeah, I mean, you say, you say not to pay for relief pitchers, but do you want to I'm trade still, your top prospects st- for him?
1: <laughs> that's, I'm still in that motto. I mean, it's still uh, better than, you know, half season of Chapman for Glaber Torres. Right. But uh, like, I think that's, yeah, if you want Diaz, it's going to take Keller. And as crazy as it sounds, it makes you think.
0: The thing is why it's so tough and, and this is where we get back to the small market you know mentality and, and why the pirates and, and teams like the Pirates and you know uh, Padres and you know, Reds, they're, they're in such a they're, they're in such a uh, disadvantage because trading, you can't trade a top pitching prospect from like the pirate standpoint. Like could because it, let's say you trade Keller, you know, you, you traded Glass now, but you pulled in Archer. So it's like you have to if you're going to trade one of them, you have to trade him for like an a, actually an ace or, you know, what you hope to be an ace. Because if you trade Keller and, and all these guys, you're not going out in the free agent market and getting a top top of the line pitcher. So right. it's like you got you have to like you got to hold on to these guys, draft them and and, and develop them. And if you most trade the them,
1: aces are with like their teams, right? It's not often right. you get an ace like in free agency like that. And you know, yeah, if you yeah. do, you're gonna pay like 200 million dollars. So right, like when you're looking at Degrom, it's because he's with the Mets. I mean, you might have trade him as a prospect, but they're coming from within, right? You know, I mean, so like you said, the, you have to bet and bank that these guys turn out.
0: Or the Nationals go and sign Max for 300 million dollars or whatever. Exactly. I mean, that that's what I mean. So, you're but you, where does Strasburg
1: come from? Them,
0: right? Like you have to draft them and develop them, or you know if you're, you're not if you're trading for Degrom, you're probably giving up what they hope to be a Degrom someday. So it's like you're either trading them for an ace, a, you know, a proven ace, or you're you're drafting it. You're not picking them yeah. up in free agency. So it's like it's so hard to sit there and say trade Kella for Segura or D- even Diaz.
1: R. A. Dickey but, <laughs> got Noah oh, Syndergaard. Cool. You know that's how it worked out. <laughs> Yikes, but. By the way, I just want to say something real quick, okay? Just just, just think about this. How good is James Paxton in your mind? Pretty good. Okay, so James Paxton had a 3.8 war as a really good starter. Right. A really good starter. Edwin Diaz, as a closer, had a 3.5 war. (laughs) He was unbelievable this year. He was unbelievable. that's, that's, That's why this is where we're getting at. He was basically just as valuable as James Paxton. And you're talking, would you give up Keller for Paxton? And Paxton has two years of control. And Diaz, as a closer, has a lot longer control. I forget when he becomes a free agent. This is only, what, second season?
0: Diaz? Uh, I think third. Two oh, and a half. Third. Okay.
1: Yeah. So, anyways, yeah. So, like, you're looking at even longer control. For just a closer, but it's yeah, basically he, the
0: same value as, as Paxson. He been. wouldn't be a free agent until 2023, so you'd have him for yeah. a long time. But that's what I mean. Like, and I mean, you could do that, Donardo. Do you give up Keller? You, do you give up Keller for Diaz? You could trade. I'm you, putting you on the spot right no, now. No, you could. They. You could trade Keller.
1: I'm not asking you.
0: Bring Diaz in. Are you? And <laughs> just go all in on the bullpenning. And you throw Diaz, you throw Vasquez, you have, you know, Yeah, when Chad Cool comes back next year, you have Musgrove, you have these guys that are just these hybrids, not necessarily starters, not necessarily the back of the end guys, and you just have a bunch of middle guys, and then you have Crick, Kella, Diaz, and Vasquez. I mean, I could see it. That is a hell of a rotation. And think about
1: 2020 when Santana comes back. That's what I mean. It's like, and you just bullpen it.
0: You're the ultimate bullpenning. So you know, who cares who your starters are then? You would shut the game down after the sixth inning, basically, uh, with the with those arms. Now obviously you wouldn't be able to pitch these guys every single game, but you have enough. So are of you them, making so... a
1: splash? You are Neil Huntington right now in the GM meetings, and in December, I don't know. I guess it's Jerry Depoto. You might not last till the the winter meetings. Right. right. Do you offer Keller
0: for I... Edwin Diaz? I think now I, I think I would want to pull in maybe you know there might be another smaller prospect some other name bouncing around throw ins but I I think I would I think I seriously would consider it
1: I mean it's so crazy that we're talking about this you and I <laughs> the way we feel about know, relievers we and we talked you know but Edwin Diaz is just so good right now and, look, and like you said, he is only 24 years old.
0: That that Pirates bullpen is a strength right now. I mean, you agree with that, right? Absolutely. So you go out and it's, hey, we can't go get a Max Scherzer or we can't go get James Paxton maybe. So let's go and just add to the strength. Let's add to this bullpen and make this bullpen one of the best in the league, if not the best, and shut these games down. Have the starters go a little shorter. Or maybe you know, maybe uh, piggyback a couple together, and then yeah, and just Diaz have. And
1: pitched seventy-three innings last last year. Then, I mean, it's not like this guy is you know a forty-fifty inning closer, right? He's like Chapman, you know. He's not going to whine because he's pitching more than one inning, right? Put it that or way. Or
0: pitching seven. I mean, he pitched Chapman. seventy-three times, so he pitched in a lot of games. Yeah, uh, which could be a concern as well, too. You know, watch it. But he's young, and just yeah. I mean, you you would have such a lights-out bullpen. Fifteen strikeouts, Ryan. And the other, thing Two walks. The other thing is, look, Chad Cool, you know, he's out. He'll be back, you know, hopefully, towards the end of you know, next year or the year after. You have, you know, you have Archer for, you know, a decent amount of time. You have Tyone for a while. Trevor Williams just came off the year he had. He's controllable. Musgrove. You have Musgrove, another young controllable pitcher. Who, who's showed himself that he can pitch. So you, ha- it's not like Keller isn't – I don't feel like after 2015 when it was like, well, we have Tyone and, uh, you know, Glass now coming up, so we don't really need to no, go. Right. Like, we have – like, our bo- – you know, we had lost A.J. Burnett. You know, he retired. We had lost other guys. There wasn't – like, we needed those guys. Like, I feel like Keller, it's not as much of a need. Like, yeah, Keller coming in and being great into that rotation, it would be fantastic but it's not i think they could they could be able to go with that like to take take that blow a little lightly because they have other pitchers. Yeah, um, I think
1: it's coming down like you're saying like you, you feel comfortable with this rotation as is. Right. And it you know uh, of course any rotation can improve. You know, I mean the Nationals, the Astros right now are looking at packs and like any rotation that you're looking at to try to prove a pawn, right? But I I do feel that you could be comfortable with those four guys you talked about. So you just need to find one more person to plug in. And here's the thing too, like I mean, Kingdom's still there. King, he's out uh, of options. Ru- like he's going to be with
0: the club. Ruga's boy, uh, Brew Baker, is coming up. Right, pitch well. Like
1: you have you have guys. One of them has to pan out, and there you go. Or, you know, you could sign someone to a deal. You know, you could sign another <laughs> what? Pitcher. Like you could trade. <laughs> you could trade <laughs> Keller and get him, and, and sign someone maybe you know you do what the pirates do and fix pitchers maybe that can happen right. maybe you can get a reclamation project that actually works out <coughs> some guy in uh, la <coughs> garrett richards i don't know i'm just saying. <laughs> so you know like maybe maybe that is a direction you go like you said now you have this lockdown bullpen the thing we talked about is the the middle infield is not strong this year you know so maybe it is to build from the strength and man edwin diaz this rotates it you get to the fifth inning you're done game over diaz vasquez Kella, (laughs) crick crick rodriguez you know yes i mean we're forgetting and then santana next year like it is like you're right it's insane and then you do have guys that can go multiple innings if need i mean right now we're talking about um uh brawl you know but then when chad cole comes back maybe he's in that mix as that you know two three inning reliever right you know if this team gets creative especially if you have a guy like diaz in here you could do something that that's what you have
0: to get creative that's what that's what and that's what they that's what they need to do to be like that they had a good they had a good year they were over 500 we've talked about it be creative and try to add to strength and even if you don't get diaz you know you don't trade for that or something I still think – we talked about these names uh, the past couple weeks. Go get a reliever, a pretty strong reliever off that free agent uh, path, Yes. And, and add to that strike because I think that could be so big in these games, especially where baseball is going. And if you can't add a starter, then add to this bullpen. So I'm, I'm really hoping that and something I think is could, added. I
1: mean, think about this, Ryan. It, a lot of cards have to go down, okay? it's It's easier to say this than to be done, but – If you went and got Edwin Diaz for Keller, and this is all hypothetical, and I'm not even 100% sure I'm sold on it, but you go get Diaz, Diaz is getting paid nothing, you know? So you gained, hopefully, about three war in this guy for pennies. For nothing, yeah. You're hoping to get three war out of a shortstop, you know? So you've done it right here. Now you still have money. I mean, what if you go ahead and, and you're able to trade Nova, sign another pitcher, you know, or make a deal for sunny gray i i don't know like what what if you're able to still acquire another pitcher because now you have money to spend you know elsewhere another strength you know you're not really looking for that shortstop if you did it this way maybe i'm I'm cool to run with newman and see what he has or i don't know about cole tucker (laughs) um not not yet at least you know but maybe you've signed some stopgap shortstop some some you know like you can you can do some damage this
0: route Tucker's been still uh, have money to spend. Tucker, speaking of Tucker, he's been tearing up the Arizona Fall League.
1: Yeah, <laughs> just throwing it out there. I know, I, I know. But my, my thing is, I know there's a lot of people that like Tucker. He's projectable, you know, like he could be a good hitter. He's kind of coming into his zone a bit. Yeah, but it's like I look at the Arizo- Arizona Fall League like the playoffs. You know, okay, so he's had, what, sixteen good at bats basically. Like, what's it been? Right, I mean, it's a very small. So it's sample. like, oh, he's doing great in the Arizona Fall League. Like, okay, well, what about his entire season he had in Double A this year? Like, that doesn't matter because these past couple weeks. So right. you know, I take that with like, well, very lightly. You know, grain of salt and, great. Like, I'm I'm glad he is. You know, I'm glad he's not playing terrible, but. <laughs> I'm not gonna say okay. He's our future now, right? You're not like
0: yeah. You're not two weeks. You're not just saying oh in two year, you know year or two it's Tucker and that's it at shortstop. Like you're no. not gonna paint yourself into that corner. So no. I mean yeah, uh, I, I'm not either. Hopefully so. it is like hopefully he is that good. But right. So yeah. So I you know and who knows now we talked about Seattle. They probably won't sell anybody. But they are. <laughs> you're like they Dude. are. But it's 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 Come crazy. But like we talk about the Vasquez, like if we went and traded him, what haul you would want for him? Well, if you're the if you're the Mariners, I mean Diaz is 24, the year he just had. You're they're probably saying Keller's not enough. So it's like it's like you'd have to give up more. So it's crazy, it's crazy. What what I mean? Who
1: would offer? I how, I, I, I don't know. I know. I know. It's,
0: I know. it's nuts it's nuts but
1: i I feel you i feel you i mean i will put it this way they're at least going to probably ask for more than keller and then it might settle on keller that's for sure you know that could be the argument i mean listen here's what you know they've gone for you know these relievers and such and this is this guy i mean who's put up these numbers that's been traded
0: (laughs) i know you know there's not really a precedent for it
1: i mean what what a kimbrough hall yeah, but they Ke- were good prospects but like a top i mean keller's like ranked in the top 15-ish close to 10-ish right he's like a number 11 10 around there
0: yeah well wait kimbrough was he wasn't as Let's see here yeah because he
1: when he when san diego to boston i think that's the closest you can get to this type of production and that got Margot, but what was right? It, what
0: was his uh, contract? And that, That's what I'm wondering. Um, Because I, I think, okay, so he was traded by the Braves. Whatever it is now. He was traded by the Braves to the Padres for, right now, looks like a bunch of nothing. Matt Whistler, Carlos, Carlos Quentin, Jesus.
1: Yeah, but... Cameron Maven. Oh, wow. But the thing about that, dude, is that was... That was the old school mentality. Kimbrough was right. closer to the new way of thinking about relievers.
0: Then he's yeah, then the he was the traded area. to the Red Sox for uh, Javi Guerrera. Yeah, Margot, um, and a couple of other Spinoza, guys. Right? Uh no. Just Margot, Javi Guerrera, Carlos Az Azuea? Azuea? and Logan Allen. Oh. Oh. So yeah. Oh. But like I said, that was 2015 as well. People weren't like relievers, you know. We were saying not pay him and all that, but. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Makes you think. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say that's probably the closest reliever, you know, in like that time frame, too. Because he had quite a few years, you know, with with Boston still. Um, I don't know.
0: I'll be intriguing to find out. So. Yeah, we'll see. But. All right. Next week we'll talk about the uh, the next team that's selling pieces off.
2: <laughs>
1: Where's it at? Where's it at? <laughs> Can't wait. But the, right.
0: but the Pirates, ladies and gentlemen, are buying. Oh, we'll see about that. <laughs> they let Josh Harrison go. Yeah. What, what keep, is that? Like, bastards. Who's upset yeah, about that? Five
1: million dollars. They let Josh Harrison go. <laughs>
0: who's upset about Josh Harrison going?
1: A lot of people. This cracks me up. You know what's funny? Today I read a, uh, a San Diego Padres blog. Oh my god. It
0: was all what, about, what was your di- all what about
1: was, Josh Harrison. Your day was and their day was off. They were, <laughs> they were, we're reading Padres and that maybe a Josh Harrison three or twenty-four million dollar deal can get it done. Bruh. <laughs> Three year, twenty four million dollars. If I'm Josh Harrison, I'm getting that done right now. <laughs> right. You're gonna pay me three years at twenty four million dollars. Did you watch Josh Harrison this year? <laughs> Come talk to some Pirates people. We'll tell you if you want to get that deal done it, uh, at all. Period. That's why you let sh- alone three years, twenty four million. That's
0: why you shouldn't be reading fanboys. Some fanboys, fanboys. in San Diego. And
1: it was so funny too, because like the first line was basically like, like, uh, kind of like questioning it. Like, the Pirates, oddly enough or whatever, like, decided to decline his option, leaving him to be a free agent. I'm like, did you watch Josh Harrison at all? (laughs) Anyway.
0: Yeah. How about the Forbes report, Donardo? The Pirates trading Andrew McCutcheon to the Yankees. We didn't talk about this.
1: We need a losing horn for that. (laughs) I mean, are you kidding me? I totally forgot about that. That's just atrocious.
2: Holy
0: hell.
1: And I'm sorry. I mean, it, the, uh, <laughs> the whole thing about this wasn't because we're, oh, the Pirates aren't cheap and the Pirates didn't do stuff. I mean, yes, that's true. The whole point of this and us bashing it and, and, you know, putting all this attention to it is you are writing for Forbes magazine. You are getting paid to talk about baseball. And you had no idea that the Pirates didn't trade cuts to the Giants. You thought they traded him to New York? How am I supposed to take
0: anything you say? And wait, and they use that, and then the the declining Mercer and Harrison options, that the Pirates have waved the flag, and we know which direction they're going. What? Th- this is right. going. So wait, so we traded for Archer at the deadline, but and Kella but we traded McCutcheon to the Yankees and now well, we're and said. now we're waving the white flag and none of this makes
1: sense when they had like, a
0: glimmer of hope they is, made
1: a trade and got Archer and then when the rails came off the train like, and, and they traded McCutcheon to the Yankees so you now you know which direction they're going that's not what happened <laughs> and if you have any inkling about what's going on in baseball you would have the wherewithal to know that Andrew McCutcheon was with the Giants <laughs> <laughs> who forgot about that? I feel like Mike Gundy.
0: That's not true! <laughs> <laughs> like, this is, uh, like, F- Forbes, s- stick to stick to business and news. Ch- get, get out of the sports game. Like, what do you... And, and what... what Like, where's the editor in that? And then, how about... Like,
1: who's saying... Who's saying that, like, the Giancarlo stand still with the Marlins? Oh, I forgot that that deal happened. Uh-huh. I forgot the Yankees Like, who doesn't know...
0: Who gets paid to write baseball? That cutch went to the Giants. And these people, like that, they catch went to the Yankees. So that's like a prominent team where most anybody, you know, national writer would follow the Yankees because that's all they that's talk just about.
2: That's awful. And, that's and just you
0: thought awful. he came from the Pirates. It's just after all the talk last offseason about the Pirates trading McCutcheon and. Uh, uh, that, it's t- yeah. That's awful, man. And, uh, so that's
1: obviously like I said. It's not that I. I mean, uh, we all know the thing about the pirates, but it's like I. I can't. I can't believe any of your input. Like, you think the pirates gonna be cheap? I can't believe it because you don't even know where Andrew McCutcheon was.
0: I can't take anything you say, worth anything right now. We we talk about. Uh, we talk about like the local media like th- that was that was, un- that was worse. unbelievable just like i mean it's just like they pulled like some, some news mm-hmm. guy in the newsroom like hey do you watch baseball it's like, i've been to yeah i took my son to a game or two uh here write this yeah. uh preview to the offseason article uh, uh, you know it doesn't <laughs>
1: matter ratings are down no one watches it anyways
0: i mean it just it that blows my mind like where's the editor where's the fact checking and just the, not only the fact that they got the mccutchen trade wrong cuz You know, McCutcheon was traded to the Yankees at the deadline. So I guess, you know, maybe if you're not following it that closely, you're thinking, okay, he was, you know, he was with the Pirates forever. But the fact that, like, because of that move, which they got wrong, and then because of the declining declining the options of Harrison and and Mercer, that the Pirates are are totally uh, selling. No. Dude, there's nobody left to sell. They have a young core, and they went and got Archer. Like, what? It just blows my mind.
1: See, it was the opposite for me. Because that's still, I mean, that's opinion-based. I mean, Never both, have an opinion. both of them are just terrible. Even though if your opinion could be awful, it's still an opinion-based. The thing that got me was the facts. The, the fact right. that it wasn't, you know, I mean, that, that's what blew me away. If you're, if you're using, you know, any, if that had happened, and you're using that to say that they're, you know, going to sell or whatever, I mean, that's still opinion-based or whatever. You have a bad opinion, bad take, but it's opinion. But, like, you got a fact wrong a huge fact completely wrong that just bogged my mind
0: it it was that was terrible that, that was I mean, like it's like I, I think i would say like i expect to see that in the local media now obviously the local me- media better get that right where my hey, country's out but oh like that big of an error i would like almost see that coming from the local media not mm-hmm. not a news source and then people take forbes uh, their, their whole salary and, you know, how much teams are making. And, you know, we always hear that with the Pirates. Like, oh, the <laughs> Forbes said that they're making uh, $6,000 million. And, you know, they're just pocketing. $6,000 million. Yeah, dollars. They're just pocketing <laughs> all this money. It's a made-up amount. That's how much they're making. It's it's so much money that's just made up. $6,000 So but we, we hear all that about how much they're making here. and pocketing. And they're one of the fourth, fourth you know, uh, profited franchises and baseball and in in sports and how are you taking Forbes seriously at this point how I don't know how
1: but I'll tell you one thing the Red Sox had a they're rich aren't they the Red Sox just won a World Series didn't they yep guess guess how much money they're worth right now
0: (laughs) how much
2: Oh, we're off the reservation here. Billions and 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 billions and
0: billions and billions and billions and billions and billions and billions. Are we done? No, but go ahead. I was going to say the the and the other thing, the last thing on that Forbes piece was you know, and I forget who originally tweeted that to us. Because props to them for finding that. But I, I can't think of who that was. Oh.
1: oh, actually, it ended up being a lot. The first person I saw it from was uh, Herb.
0: Oh, you're right. But it then was Herb.
1: after I retweeted and stuff, I was going down the timeline. I saw actually a lot of people were talking about it.
0: So we, you know, we all brought it. We all brought it to the forefront. I'm pretty sure like Pirates media or Pirates Twitter did. Um, you know, we're all calling this guy out. The reporter, I, I can't even think of his name at the moment is it doesn't make is it doesn't I don't even...
1: know but his twitter handle is like braves1
0: which tells y'all you, you need to know which,
1: yeah i'm like if i'm a national <laughs> reporter like my handle's going to be pirates23
0: that's what i mean <laughs> like how like how amateurish is that like, we're talking about fan, talking about fanboys over Very. here. And, and then your handle is Braves1 or whatever. Like, it's just so bizarre. But we call them out. Everybody's hitting them with these, you know, uh, what? where's your fact checking? Like, how do you release this? And did we hear one thing from them? Nothing. N- no owning up about it. No apology. No retraction. Nothing. Journalism is dead. We don't have victories anymore. Yep. <laughs> anyway. So we were going to bring up projections um, <clears throat> next because the first uh, the first steamer projections uh, came out, in Leonardo, which we you know, we start rolling out the projection system here in the offseason. But I think, uh, do you want to save that for next week? Yeah, yeah.
1: We can tease it, though. What do you think about the overall projections? I mean... Who is the most shocking to you?
0: Probably, I mean, I wouldn't say shocking... And I didn't dive too much into these, but I think Tyone's kind of surprised me. I thought it was a lower than what uh, we were kind of hoping for next year. And at least, um, I mean, like they have a 3.9 ERA, which I think at that point is like, I don't know. It's kind of like, uh, like almost like worst case scenario for him. And then I hope
1: it's much better.
0: And then, bro, like Trevor Williams, 4.72. Now, you know these these projection systems are like you know a lot of averages and everything, but it's like Williams wasn't uh, wasn't like he had like a six ERA two years ago, like he he had a low four ERA. I don't know. It's it's like averaging them both out, but it's not averaging that out because four point seven two. It's like sounds like a really really bad season from Trevor Williams. Yeah, well, it's
1: not averaging anything out. I mean, in two thousand seventeen, at four point zero seven, and last year I had three point eleven. So. Yeah, that, that one to me is my most shocking. Like the 4.72 just goes way balloons up there. It does I mean they do not like Trevor Williams here. And what's funny too is like even the 4.07 like because FanGraphs uses FIP for its Right. Right, for its war. So he had a 2.3 war and a 2.5 war based on his FIP. So not ERA related. Just on his FIP. And he's projected for a one-war next year. Yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of blown away by that. It, you know, we said we like, were not going to have a 311 Trevor Williams, I'm sure. But I could see it, like, in a 3.8 to 4 range. And this is like a whole ERA, a whole run, you know,
0: over that. It, yeah, it's almost, like, doesn't it make you seem like it, it's like a 3.72 would make a lot more sense? Like you Based
1: on... Based on what you think the projections come from, yeah,
0: yeah, because you're like, okay, that would make sense, but 4.72, and I and I get <laughs> yeah. it, like he doesn't strike it's out. Like a he's ton. He's gonna have
1: his worst season ever.
0: Yeah, like <laughs> I, like I get it. He doesn't strike out a ton, but he didn't really give up. You know, he didn't really have a home run problem. Didn't walk many. Um, didn't give up many. So I, you know, I don't know. It's mm, Trevor. You know, I mean, they're basically saying
1: that now, obviously. Right. Hold on. Where I lost. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So obviously innings are different, but they're saying like Alex McRae is going to <laughs> yeah, like pitch better than Trevor Williams. Yeah. Like Stephen Brault's going to pitch better than Trevor Williams. Yep. Nick King. Tanner Anderson's going to pitch better than Trevor Williams. Nick Kingham,
0: four point two five.
1: Right. So I I think a lot of this has to do with uh, what we're going to say too. I mean I I do not like projections. I I just don't I'm a numbers guy You know I like these stats I don't really like projections Because projections takes out All the human Like the human element there is to development And changes to swings Which happens all the time now You know there's like there's so much that you personally can do To change what you've done before or whatever You know you can't really Can't equate that um, I, I like them um, just to see, just to talk about, right? But uh, yeah, I, I just I don't like projections.
0: <laughs> I I'd be like, we like him when there's a good projection. We don't like him when there's a bad one. That's pretty much that's pretty much how it goes. Yeah, not really. M- Michael Feliz, three point nine five ERA. I'll take that. Yeah,
1: it's like like I'll take it, Sound right? I don't that. believe it, but <laughs> I'll take it. So, anyways, yeah, a little teaser. So we'll talk about them next week you already know our most shocking one which is trevor williams but uh we'll definitely talk about them and i i guess like you can play maybe not for player but like in overall they project like how many wins that i can buy into a little bit more because it's more like laws of averages i guess um tells us we got a little bit of work to do
0: that's right. Got to go get Edwin Diaz. Maybe Edwin Diaz. There you <laughs> go. That'll close the
1: gap. What's three. his projection?
0: <laughs> Let me look that up, I actually. it's pretty dang good uh, balancing off the last two seasons. But... Well, that should be some trash number, too. <laughs> be up
1: there with Trevor Williams. Two Two war. He's going to have a 2.63 ERA. 65 innings pitched, 13 strikeouts per nine, three walks per nine.
0: That's it. I don't want him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll take that.
0: But there you go. Did you see right. uh Rever Troyum's uh, projection?
1: Rever Trillium I did not. I heard he's going to be a Cy Young yeah, winner. He is Cy though. Young winner, lock it up. There you go. Rever- Richard will be real happy. <laughs> <laughs> and after and after he wins that award, he's going to get a contract worth
2: billions and billions oh, and billions and billions and billions oh, and billions and billions and billions and
0: billions and billions. We out. Yeah. <laughs> On that note. All right.
1: So we'll (laughs) see y'all next week. Thanks for listening. Um, Bye-bye.
2: Can't wait.
1: Peace.